If your team got guaranteed money, tell them call me. Whoop. Make me say, my, my, my. I done been around the world. Yeah, I was made for this. Player Performance with J.A. Cavalier. My fellow DJs, welcome back to another episode of everyone's favorite NFL podcast. Brought to you, of course, by everyone's favorite capper. I am J.A. Cavalier. This is Player Performance. NFL Week 4, bit of a roller coaster. We did, of course, finish in the black. 5-3 and three on the show, cashing another top play. Raiders Broncos over the posted total, way over the posted total. We had some points to spare. And Devontae Adams, uh, anytime Tud away from hitting the trifecta. In service, we rolled as well. Guys, get to whylose.com. That's the letter Y L O S E.com. NFL Triple Crown this week. Three max bets for Sunday. Three straight, three two team parlays. Link in the description below. Um, so again, we started Friday night. Pac-12 game of the year, UCLA wire-to-wire outright cover. Saturday, Max Bet Michigan over the Hawkeyes, 100-star monster Mississippi State, which we piggybacked. We went across the pond on Sunday early morning. 100-star NFL monster, the Minnesota Vikings. Either you played Moneyline or you laid the two. Either or, both covers. Raiders laying two and a half. That was the perfect spot for Vegas. Terrible spot for Las Vegas books. Line looked off, and you know how it goes in this business. If it looks like a duck, if it walks like a duck, it is definitely 100% a goose. We did, however, donate a little bit back Monday night with the Rams, but a little hiccup, a little blip, a little smidgen, no big deal. And it's not always a bad thing to take an L. Actually, it keeps you working harder. You'd be better today than you were yesterday. Now we move forward. We're gonna get into NFL week five in just a sec. All you need to know to beat the book. But first, let's recap week four with Tessa Hall. Back it up. One more time. All right, let's see that again. Here's your NFL week four recap. The Dolphins may have lost to Cincy, but the bigger loss will be the lawsuits from Tua's injury. Queen Elizabeth was not a Saints fan. New Orleans fans traveled all the way to London just to learn that. The Lions scored 45 points, so you'd assume they won. Wrong. Geno Smith dropped 48 in a game that will haunt Detroit. The Steelers can throw in the towel. They lost to the Jets and moved on from QBs all in one week. Chicago was outclassed by Daniel Jones. It may be officially time to sell the franchise. Matt Ryan may rather experience another 28-3 meltdown than any more of this Colts season. One winless team remains in the NFL, and they'd still prefer it that way than have Deshaun Watson playing for them. The Falcons and Marcus Mariota have a 500 record. This might be shaping into a very weird NFL season. The gold rush continues in Dallas with Cooper under center, but it may not last for long. Doug Peterson wanted revenge on his old team in Philly. He almost got it until the Jaguars blew a 14-point lead. The Ravens learned the hard way that not taking points and giving the ball to Josh Allen is a surefire way to lose. In a battle of short Oklahoma quarterbacks who win Heismans, the video gamer Kyler Murray beat Baker. The least dangerous team in the NFL may be the Denver Broncos, which is a huge hit to Russ's brand. Bailey Zappi was given his Tom Brady moment but played more like Matt Castle. Tom Brady may delete TikTok if he sees Jackson Mahomes dancing at Ray J again. Kyle Shanahan is the real-life kryptonite for Sean McVay in the regular season. That's your NFL Week 4 recap. Yeah, I'm still sore for that one. I mean, they didn't even loop me up Monday night. The Niners just sent it right in. Terrible, terrible, terrible read on my part. I mean, look, bad beats happen, but I don't misread games. All right, I don't misread games often. I had the over Tennessee-Indianapolis on Sunday. We lost the play, but the read was spot on. 
Seven points total scored in the second half and still a missed field goal away from going over. So bad beats, it happens. But Monday night, that was just ugly. And Debo Samuel made the entire LA roster just look silly. He made like five guys completely whiff on one play and one guy whiffed twice on the same play. Then, of course, Bobby Wagner finally makes a play. I mean, it was the Rams' only highlight for Monday night. The problem was it's on a fan. The idiot runs onto the field with a smoke bomb. And somebody's going to have to explain this to me, how in this day and age, with all the drama going on, all the craziness in the world, how does someone get into the stadium with a smoke bomb? To me, that's the bigger story there. All right, look, guys, I've said all that just to say this. It's NFL Week 5. Let's talk more wins. They tee him up. I'll knock him down. The money train is pulling out right into NFL Week 5. Falcons versus Buccaneers. Tampa Bay's laying eight and a half. The total here is set at 48 and a half. I mean, someone in Vegas must be high. How can you justify Tampa laying eight and a half? Back-to-back embarrassments, both games primetime, national television. More important, what version of Tom Brady will we get this week? I know the dude's the ultimate competitor, but forget football, forget athlete, forget TB12. Goat or not, the dude is human. When I separated from my wife, it affected everyone and everything. That's going to trickle down to football. I mean, which you would think is going to be the last thing on his mind this week. And I'm not here to to dial or dissect the dude's personal life, but just talking football, just the numbers, the Buccaneers aren't playing well. Not well enough to lay eight and a half to anyone. The Bucs ranked 16th in points scored, 31st in run offense, and sure, they lost to two good teams, Packers and Chiefs. But when you rush for a combined 37 yards, you're not beating anyone. The offensive line is seriously banged up. Brady's releasing the ball a lot quicker than he would like to. And we're not talking about, you know, the good type of quick, decisive, get rid of the ball. We're talking about, I'm about to get hit throw the ball into the ground, throw the ball out of bounce type of quick release. He's in the trenches taking grenades. And no one has given this Atlanta Falcon team any love. The Dirty Birds are eighth in the NFL in scoring. The team averages 26 points per game. And I talked about this last week. The recipe for success is simple for this team. Run the ball, set up play action, keep the clock moving. And nothing changes here. Listen, I say this all the time. Always with the streak, never against the streak. We're going to roll with the Atlanta Falcons in this spot. Look, they've covered every game this year, 4-0 against the spread. I think that trend continues. They're going to 5-0 ATS after this week. Atlanta's also 7-2-1 against the spread, last 10 road games. So this team travels well. I do think the talent of Tampa Bay ultimately prevails. So I do think the Buccaneers end up winning this game on the field, but not by margin. Give me the Atlanta Falcons in what should be a good tight game. We're going to call this one Buccaneers 27, Atlanta 23. Look, Atlanta's running game is for real. It's legit. They're fourth in the NFL, 168 yards a game. They're going to run the ball. They're going to keep the clock moving. They're going to stay within a touchdown in this game. Seahawks versus Saints. Saints are laying five and a half. The total here is set at 45 and a half. Now, we discussed the entire Dak Cooper rush thing last week. And if you missed it, go back and listen. And the reason why I mention that is because we have a a similar scenario here. I gave a fresh perspective on the Cowboys QB1 situation. Now, there's no quarterback controversy brewing in Seattle, but it is similar. Geno Smith may not be better per se than Russell Wilson. Although with how Russ is playing this this year, he just might be, who knows. 
However, he is definitely a better fit for the Seahawks. The talent gap of players at this level is slim, and sometimes it's not the player, it's more the system. Who's the better fit? Seattle simplified the offense for Geno, and it's working. He's averaging just under 250 yards passing per game, and you accompany that with the 13th ranked run game, and they're going to move the ball. They're going to be able to score points. They've put up 23 and 48 in the last two weeks. They also can't stop anyone. I mean, this look, this is probably the worst defense in the league. They rank 28th in passing, 29th in rushing, 31st in scoring. You can blindly take the over in every Seattle game this season, and you'll probably score out. Five and two last seven overall, five of their last six against the NFC. The Seahawks have allowed 27 or more in the last three games. They've allowed 27, 27, and 45. The Saints should have no problem moving the ball at all. And I don't care if it's Jameis or Dalton. Actually, Dalton looked really good last week. He looked like early days Cincinnati Dalton, TCU Dalton, comfortable, decisive, in control. So we have above-average offenses, below-average defenses, quarterbacks who are turnover-prone. Give me the over-the-posted total of 45 and a half. Steelers versus Bills. The Bills are laying 14. The total here is set at 47 and a half. I mean, guys, what's not to like about the Pittsburgh Steelers in this spot? Remember, the Steelers upset the Bills last year in Buffalo. And I know that was Big Ben at quarterback. But Roethlisberger was brutal last season. Kenny Pickett is certainly an upgrade from last year's version of Big Ben. But regardless, here's the deal. The number's just way too big. This is inflated. And maybe I'm just old school. Maybe I'm set in my ways. But historically, we see double-digit dogs, and it's an automatic take. We don't care who's playing, don't care the teams on the jersey, logos on the helmets, names on the back. You take the points. And I'm certainly taking the points in this spot. The Steelers are 11-3 straight up and against the spread. Their last 14 against Buffalo. Mike Tomlin, you're giving Tomlin 14 points. This dude gets his team ready to play. It doesn't matter who. Doesn't matter what, when, where. As an underdog, Tomlin is a ridiculous 46-26 and 26 against the spread. Bill struggled against Miami. They came back and struggled in the first half last week against Baltimore. Allen was awful. 213 yards passing, completing just 52%. And listen, I don't put the blame on Josh Allen. The dude has to do it all. Throw the ball, run. I mean, if he doesn't run, there is no run. It's a lack of a running game. And this isn't exactly the steel curtain, but you can't become one-dimensional in the NFL. Give me the Pittsburgh Steelers. Give me the two touchdowns. Steelers plus the 14 points. Dolphins versus Jets. Dolphins laying three and a half. The total here is set at 44. So no Tua, no over. Bridgewater gets the nod against the improved Jets defense. With the Broncos last year, Denver had the third worst scoring offense in the NFL. So I don't really trust Teddy, and I for damn sure don't trust the Jets to give me 20-plus. They average just 19 points a game. They're even worse against division opponents, historically bad against the Finns. And by the way, it is. It's Finns, not Fish. The J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 2-8 and eight last 10 against Miami. In those 10 games, they've managed to average 15 points per game. Last year, Zach Wilson, he threw for a buck 70 against Miami, and they also got home sacking the mofo six times. Dolphins defense good. 
Jets offense bad. I mean, really bad. 30th in turnovers. And Miami trends under as is. 10 and 4 last 14 games under the posted total. 5 and 1 in the last six on the road. And the last five Dolphin Jet games in New York have all gone under the posted total. These trends continue. Give me the under 44. J.A. Cavaliers Pro Football Triple Crown. Three NFL games for this Sunday. Three straight, three two-team parlays, one week, $99. His Pro Football Triple Crown must go 3-0 or the entire NFL season is free. J.A. Cavaliers Pro Football Triple Crown. Link in the description below. Click the link now and jump on the money train. Titans versus Commanders. The Titans are laying three. The total here is set at 42 and a half. I mean, Washington, field goal dog at home this week. Is Vegas trying to tell us something? I mean, I get most are going to be running to the window. Titans in pocket. Not me. The wrong team is favored. The wrong team is chalk. Guys, you may not want the points. And listen, you may not even need the points. You probably won't need the points. But take the points. Commanders plus three. Tennessee has failed to beat a team with a winning record. Prior to beating the Colts last week, Tennessee was 1-3 straight up, 0-4 against the spread last four on the road. They had a sloppy win over the Raiders. They were shut out in the second half of that game. They were also shut out in the second half of the Colts game. They ranked 29th in offense, 26th ranked in defense. This passing game is pitiful. Under 200 yards per game through the air. The only shot Tennessee has in this game, Derrick Henry. But you don't beat Washington on the ground. Washington held Philly to 72 yards, limited Dallas to 55 last week. The Commanders haven't allowed a lead running back more than 66 yards this season. And last year, Washington ranked ninth rush yards per attempt. So you have strength against strength. That's 11 against one. I'm taking the 11 on defense. Put the ball in Tannehill's hands. I'm not worried about Tannehill beating me. He averages 185 yards per game. I mean, for, realistically, there are high school teams with better passing offenses. Washington does not just cover. The Commanders win this game on the field. Upset special. The Washington Commanders outright take them plus the three, sprinkle a little money line. Washington Commanders upset special. 49ers versus Panthers. 49ers are laying six and a half. The total here is set at 39 and a half. Just looking at this matchup, it brings up visions of tough defenses, offenses that struggle. The Niners' four games this season, I mean, listen to this, 29, 34, 21, and 33 points. That's not one team's totals. That's total points, two teams' combined scores. It's no surprise all four games have gone under the posted total. Going back to last season, it's now seven straight to the under for the Niners, nine of their last ten. Each of Carolina's last three games went under this season. Panthers' offense averages 19.5 points per game, and that's after playing the Giants and Arizona Cardinals. The Niners average a big whopping 18 points per game, 27th in the NFL. These two teams are going to feel each other out, punch each other in the mouth, and when it's all said and done, we'll have a 17-14 type of football game. The under is 7-0 in San Francisco's last seven games. 5-0 in their last five games on the road. Four games this season have averaged 29.5 points for the uh, San Francisco 49ers. Numbers don't lie. Niners, Panthers, under the posted total. 
Bengals versus Ravens. Ravens are laying three. The total here is set at 48 and a half. And here it is. The moment you've all been waiting for. Now you listen to the entire show just to get to this spot. Our top play NFL game of the week in the history of player performance. The three years that I've been doing this show, the top play has lost a total of three times. 2-0 to start the season this year. We're looking to make it 3-0. Bengals, Ravens over the posted total. Now, I think this game goes deep into the 50s. After a slow start to the season, Burrow has finally woken up. 275 yards or more in back-to-back weeks, at least two touchdowns in each game. Playing a division rival can bring out the best in teams, bring out the best in players. Last year, it brought out the best in Joe Burrow. The Bengals scored 41 points in both wins over the Ravens. The last three games in this series has averaged over 53 points. Baltimore ranks dead last against the pass. They've allowed 315 yards passing per game, at least 25 points as a defensive unit. Burrow has played Baltimore three times, seven touchdowns in those three games. And this isn't the typical Baltimore Raven defense. They've been exploited by teams like the Patriots, the Dolphins, and the Bills in the second half last week. And if you remember, week one, the Jets, the Jets with Flacco moved the ball up and down the field. Now, it didn't result to points in that game, but they were able to move the ball freely up and down the field. The Ravens also averaged 30 points per game themselves. That's third best in the league. This number has already pushed up a half a point. I'm fine with this number going to 50, even to 51. The over six and three last nine times these two teams have met. We're going to make it seven and three. Bengals, Ravens, over the posted total. Top play for the show, NFL game of the week. Ravens, Bengals, over the posted total. J.A. Cavaliers Pro Football Triple Crown. Three NFL games for this Sunday. Three straight, three two-team parlays, one week, $99. His pro football triple crown must go 3-0 or the entire NFL season is free. J.A. Cavaliers pro football triple crown. Link in the description below. Click the link now and jump on the money train. That's right. Get to whylose.com. That's the letter Y, L-O-S-E.com. Day, week, month, season passes available. That's whylose.com. There is a link in the description below. So here are my final thoughts. The biggest discussion in the NFL right now is player safety. When you have J.J. Watt getting his heart shocked and then playing on Sunday, two were going out there days after what looked like a concussion. And that was probably one of the scariest injuries in recent memory. Players, coaches, owners, you all need to get on the same page. Has to be the player's well-being over the outcome on the field. Look, football's a dangerous game. It's a game we love, but it's a dangerous game. This game impacts players' lives far beyond their playing years. More testing, more observation, better recovery. This will equal a better and a safer product on the field. That's it for me this week. This has been Player Performance. I am J.A. Cavalier. I'll see you guys back here next week, but until then, remember... Bet with your head, not above it. Day, week, month, and season packages available on whylose.com. That's the letter Y, L-O-S-E dot com. <laughs>